Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. If you're an avid listener, thank you if you are. Uh, or welcome for your first time. We are Three Idiots Talk Sports. Um, yes, yes. And uh, yeah. I am... I am Zach... What? 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 You I said yes, we are. <laughs> I am Zach. I'm here with Jay and Spencer. <laughs> that's, that's Say hello. We are. Already going off the rails. Uh-huh. Hell yeah, brother. And we are gone. All right. Um, welcome, guys. Uh, good to talk to you again. Um, so last week we talked about baseball. Uh, this week we're going to talk about um, football and just from baseball and Maybe basketball. We don't know. See where see where we end up, right? We we'll have a um, little uh, a little uh, nice uh, platter of stuff here today. Yeah, 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 for real. We have a nice pl- yeah, yeah. Just we're gonna wine and dine. A plethora. Your, we're gonna wine and dine all your listeners and a, a plethora, a cavalcade. Yeah. Um, before we get into the the podcast, remember to uh, lightfields dot com. Uh, go to lightfields dot com. Ten percent off. Use the code three idiots. Uh, we love them. Um, did your sour apple come yet? It did. I have not tried it okay. yet. I got it a couple. Couple days ago. ago. Okay, so we'll have to wait wait for a verdict on that. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I want to rephrase what I said earlier. We have a cornucopia of stuff today. A cornucopia. Wow, I haven't heard that word in a while. I'm a I'm a useless fact in this. Yeah, oh yes, hashtag Spencer Fun Facts. We know. Um, <laughs> that's an actual Twitter account. That's an actual Twitter account right? at Spencer uh, Fun Facts. It's at at Stalzer Fun oh, Facts. Stalzer in, Fun it's Fun inactive Sorry. because someone at Aiden lost the password. <laughs> Yeah, we don't know the email. I don't remember the email either. I, I was gonna take it over and turn it into like a like a meme, but you know, Spencer, what's the that already was wood? a meme. What already was a meme? Yeah, it I mean was it was, but I was just gonna continue the meme. Spencer, what's what's uh what's the heaviest wood? God, one the one time I have to cut and load wood, and it it just haunts me forever. It's the, hev- it's but the heaviest no, that, one. That day it was beach wood. It was very heavy. <laughs> uh... It's still funny. Maple, six, maple four or five years. Maple later. also have, dude. That was no. That was in high school. Yeah. Oh. Oh God. It was right out of old. high school. That was like that was like seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Wow. Well, I'm old. Um. We're all old. Yeah. Well, we're getting there. You're, you. You're the youngest one in here, bud. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And I have. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag children. Um. Oh, dude. I was. I. Uh, I was getting. I was playing some uh, some video games this morning or today after I got home and. And the show, my kids were just screaming at me and crying and yelling, and I'm just like, "Well, this is this is life right now, you know." Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to talk to some buddies playing the game, and my son's literally standing right next to my mic, crying, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna mute you." <laughs> <laughs> Got like, you're married with two kids. Aiden's married with two step kids. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, all of us are. Jordan, uh, Jordan, are Jordan's getting married on Saturday. I know. Oh yes. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, uh, congratulations, Jordan. Yeah, our, one of our best friends, Jordan, getting yep. married. This yep. is actually this will be coming out in the middle of his wedding. So um, nice, yeah. Congratulations, Jordan. A high best man, Zach. High spins spender, groomsman spender. <laughs> um. So yeah. All right. Let's get into this podcast. Okay. Baseball. Well, yes, a lot sir. of things have happened. Yeah. Let's talk about the Marlins. Um. They just you know. The Marlins just had to ruin it. I know. Like, what the hell? I just, I don't, I don't know, man. It just, there, there was a lot of holes in like the the protocols baseball 
laid out, but it seemed like on like with all the they literally just were flying by the seat of their pants because they just had to get an agreement done. So I, he felt like, eh, it's not that bad, but obviously it wasn't good enough. So, cause like at this point, if you've got, they've got 18, I think now players that have tested positive. So they've, they've canceled the next six games they were supposed to play. So like, what are you, what are you going to do? You just going to like hope to God they all test. And before that, the nationals even voted and said, yeah, we're not going to go mm-hmm. play them. Yeah, then that yeah, I did see that they did a team vote, but like yeah, it's just a, it's a it's a shit show right now. It kind of sucks because it was off to such a good start, but like four days was. in, like come on, it was it was awesome. You know, it was fun to sit and watch. Um, baseball were banned. Balls were flying through the air. I don't know if you guys realize that, but there was so many home runs the first weekend. It was incredible. Um, and and then you know it. I, you know everything's going good, and then next thing you know, eleven players and two managers or two staff members are yep. are sick. You know, and it's just oh, it's a damper on everything. Well, then they had to go test all the Phillies players and make sure they were okay because they played them. Right? Why did uh, the why did the Indians postpone their game? I did they? I yeah, didn't they know they did. Yeah, they postponed their games. Um that same day that the uh, uh, Marlins and Phillies and the Yankees, they'll get all their games uh, postponed because um, cause they're playing the Reds. They're playing the Reds. Uh, and then, because, oh, the you, know what? you know what? Team. It was because of, cause of, um, uh, the Reds players got sick. That's what it was. Mustakis so was having symptoms. Says Tuesday's game got postponed because of rain with oh, the White rain? Sox. Yeah. Oh. And they're gonna do it. The Reds. They're supposed to do a doubleheader today, I think. Who oh, who's playing the Reds then? Because the Reds had two guys that were um, getting tested. We were playing positive. the Reds. After, I think one after or two us. were already positive during the series. Oh Lord. Uh, the Reds are play- We're playing the, the Cubbies. Okay, so that's my, must have been what it was. Yeah. Uh, they're there, currently so. playing right now. Also, they didn't they didn't postpone them, but they post. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, would have been a better if we put everybody in a bubble. What do you think Maybe. about that? That's the question I've been listening, hearing. A bubble, bubble this, it, bubble that. It was that was brought like I think uh, yesterday. Rob Manfred did an interview on MLB Network, and yes, um, that, yep. yeah, he, he basically said, you know, the bubbled idea is a good idea, but with and he made fair points that they have a lot more like staff and players that travel than say the NBA does. But it's like, like Jay and I were talking last night, the NHL is doing a bubble and they have just about the same amount of players and staff that travels as an, uh, an MLB right. team. They're using so. two main hubs, Edmonton for the teams that play out West and Toronto for yep. the teams that play out in the East. So they're, yep. letting, they're letting teams come out of USA to go into play into Canada, but they won't let, Okay. Yeah, they won't let Canadians go back and forth between mm-hmm. Canada and okay. the U.S. Okay. Yep. So the, the 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 deal for the NHL is the yeah you're staying here you're not leaving. Yeah, which makes sense. So. Yeah, which is smart on their part. And then I mean there yeah. were some people that were pissed that they wouldn't let the Blue Jays go back and forth, but we're kind of the hub for coronavirus right now in the world, and I don't think Canada wants to take Although, chances. I have read studies that it's starting to. Come back in Italy and Germany. I, I can believe it. Yep, I believe it. Yeah, yeah, especially the, the Italy's Italy's so heavy populated with 
tourists and all that good stuff. So yeah, that makes sense. Oh, nobody's touring right now though. So oh, they're not letting anybody. Oh, Pro- okay, okay. No, the problem is that in Italy they're so packed. They're so packed in together, yeah. just like houses and apartments and all that. People live very close together in Italy, and they've got before coronavirus, they had one of the highest like percentage of old people in their yeah. population in the they world. Had- yeah, they had like it was like either the highest or like top three highest like average age. Yeah, I think it was the highest. Oh, geez. But yeah, there's a lot of old people in Italy, so that's why like when everyone freaked out about it, they're yeah, like, like oh, Italy's getting ravaged. It's like well, eighty percent of their people are like over fifty years old. Right, right. And then it, oh man, that's crazy. I don't know. I I just feel like I NHL. I sound like it feels like the NHL. That that's the way to do it keep people over on the east keep people on the west you know so so forth and, and they're they're trying to do it with baseball but it's hard because you know i th- and i don't know exactly how it works in edmonton and toronto i don't know if it's just ones they're playing all in one stadium or if there's multiple ones there but it's hard to find to do the same thing in mlb because even if you go to like Chicago, there are two stadiums you can use there. Maybe mm-hmm. Ohio, you can use Cleveland and Cincinnati stadiums. Yeah, and their their stadiums are only like two hours apart. Right, and you got to make like your own kind of regional hub, I guess. Like you could do the Midwest, be everybody play Chicago, Ohio, and Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, East, you could do. Use both stadiums in New York, Boston, and the Nationals, or the Phillies, one of those two. And then the South, you could just load everybody up in Texas. Yep, which was Texas was one of the, when they were discussing bubble locations, Texas was like the Midwestern hub. Yeah, out in the West, I mean, you mainly got all the California teams there just throwing the Rockies and Arizona. Yeah, right. Exactly, because I think I that think would probably when they be the best way to do it, but even that's not a perfect solution. Yeah, and I think when they were discussing the bubble idea for the MLB, the three locations were Arizona, Texas, and Florida. I do believe, yeah. but the MLBPA nixed all three. Yeah, there's a lot of pettiness on both sides with that. That was yeah. just a whole, that was like, that whole thing was so dumb. I feel like the MLB, like those players over there, and. The uh, other the other side as well. It's just they're worse than any other sport um, to get an agreement. I mean, NBA. Well, is I mean, they're <coughs> they're spoiled. The MLB's got one of the better agreements in terms of players, but at the same time, there's like little conditions in there that hurt the players. So that's why yeah. young players in the MLB get bent oh, over yeah. hard. Oh yeah. Like you could be, you can be an MLB. You could be like one of the best pitchers on your team or in your division for five or six years, and still be making like a million dollars a year yeah. because of arbitration and all that stuff. It's kind of like that in hockey, but the yeah. thing in hockey is, at least the players get paid because uh, they have restricted free agents in hockey, and you can always match the deal, or mm-hmm. if not, you get a crap ton of picks. And while it while you don't usually see big free agents moving teams until they're like, you know, 28, 29, 27. Yep. Um, the players, the young players are still getting paid pretty well compared to uh, the MLB. Yep. 
I mean, if you want an example of like uh, a bad like deal with the MLB, Blake Snell for the Tampa Bay Rays, um, he had a whole thing. He won the Cy Young Award and told the team, "I pay me. I want an extension. I want more money." And the team was like, "No, you're in your rookie deal. We're not paying you." So he like basically made it public. So the team was being you know stupid, wouldn't pay him. So the Rays kind of caved into pressure and they gave him a five-year, fifty million dollar deal. Which for a guy of his talent who's already won a Cy Young is nothing. He should be getting paid way more than that. Oh yeah, he should be making like uh I don't want to say Garrett Cole money, but you know, probably twenty million a year. He should Not be 10. pushing an easy two hundred two hundred plus. Well, and this is why I the think. Rays are the Rays, man. This is why that's what the Rays do though. They get you early, and that's why they're smart. The Rays are always they're always either like middle tier or they're a little above average because they sign these really good players to like Average contracts. So like, team-friendly contracts. Extremely right. team-friendly contracts. I mean, but that is what you have to do when you're Tampa or Kansas City, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You don't well, really like, have that money to shell out. Oh, the Royals are going to... Like, the Royals right now, they're going to have to trade um, Whit Merrifield at some point because he's going to get a huge deal. Oh, yeah, they were talking about that during the game, and they're like, mm-hmm. well, what's he going to do? Or the, And somebody on the... Chris Castellani on Twitter even said, uh, even in a shortened season like this one, some team is going to be willing to give up a ton for a guy like Whit Merrifield. He can play multiple positions. He hits very well. Just a really good player. But it's like, yeah, those small market teams got to do everything they can to have a team-friendly deal for their good players, or they're just going to be screwed. That's how the Royals went from winning, going to two World Series, winning one, and then not making the playoffs because they literally had to get rid of everybody that uh, wanted to get paid. That's incredible. That, and they chose to pay Alex Gordon a crap ton of money, yeah, and then he never produced. <laughs> he's, and he's then they so let Moose, they let Mike Moustakis and Eric yeah. Hosmer go. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. Yeah, and and you keep going. And then what's his name left too? Uh, Kane. Yeah, Lorenzo Kane left. He got a big deal from Milwaukee. Yeah, he there did. There's no way they were going to match it. Yeah. Uh, they also the, the Royals kind of screwed themselves a little bit because they kind of mortgaged their future, like trading for pitching. Like they traded for Johnny Cueto the one year. They traded for uh, James Shields the year before that. Right, they did. That's right. But I, they won the World Series though, so I guess it doesn't matter. It's like if the Tigers would have won a World Series, trading all their prospects away wouldn't hurt me as bad as it does right now yeah and that's a problem but, we were so close but yet so far away and we lost everything and had to start pretty much start yep. over from scratch you got absolutely got a train run on you in the 2012 world series yeah you did by a team that was not anywhere near as good as you it, yeah yeah i don't want to talk about still it still gives me nightmares back. yeah yeah i right. still have nightmares of kung fu panda <sighs> slapping three home runs off verlander <laughs> so stupid God. Or Cy, Cy Young MVP Verlander. Yeah, yeah. I still have nightmares of Benoit's pitch going literally right into the happy zone of David Ortiz, and he just clobbers it. Uh, it's oh, it, it was man. a sad day for Tigers fans. Anyway, they all right. won that World Series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? They they would have. Yeah, they would have. Okay, um, we're ex- whatever, but right? we're extremely off topic though. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, baseball. Good. So you guys, did you guys watch a lot of baseball? I've been trying to. Yeah, I me too. I've been trying to. Uh, um, a lot of people are telling me that uh, baseball is too boring now to watch, and I'm like, well, yeah, you know. Uh, but it's but, uh, not though. It's, I know, and I'm like, 
I don't, I don't, I was like, you don't, I don't, do you enjoy watching baseball? And they said no, and I said, why? And they said, well, it's slow. You have the pitcher, he, um, throws a ball, gets the ball back from the uh, catcher, he walks off the mound, does a, does a little full circle around the mound, plays with his junk, plays with his glove, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he does this and that, and then next thing you know, they're throwing the ball five minutes later. And I said, well, you don't know, everything that goes into these, this, that his routine you can't take that away from somebody. No, a lot of and like a lot of pitchers in the MLB are yeah. superstitious. So it, there's like very, and that's certain how, things that yeah they it's they it's, have to do it or else they're going to be like thrown off mentally. Exactly, and that's how I was. Like that's how it became. I became so superstitious because of playing ball, and I'm mm-hmm. to this day still like even when I'm watching a game. Like if Michigan football is playing, I have to sit in a specific position and don't move. They score, <laughs> I don't move for the rest of the day. If they give yeah. up a touchdown, I move. <laughs> So I, mean, I moved a lot. I'm not that superstitious. Oh, I'm but bad. I'm really bad. Listen, Spencer, I, you, come I'm on. One you know of those, I wore the same underwear every freaking game. I'm okay. I'm yeah, that's true. Was that senior year you did that? that? Senior year, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we did win eleven games in yep, a row. We so. did, and it was going well until yeah. Well, Garrett hurt his shoulder, and yeah, yeah. So I just these people to everybody else listening. Baseball is still fun to watch. Yes, baseball is like a. It's yes. If you don't have a great attention span, it can be boring. I yes, understand. I understand. Same. But if you like, le- take the time to learn, learn the intricacies and understand that there's like a game inside the game inside the game, then it's really really fun. It's like it's like when I was a kid, I hated it, and then when I started to like it, like my dad told me, he's like, it's like playing a game of chess, and I didn't understand that until I was older, and like now that I understand it, I'm like, yeah, it, it is. Very, very There's so much that goes into baseball. Very well said, yeah. Um, I love the ball. I love that ball game. Um, I would like right, to Jay. say real quick, uh, how about what? the Mets? Oh, Stick. shut up. Let's see. They got beat 14-1 <laughs> to 1 by Atlanta. Then they, then they won the next day, like 7-2. to 2. Yeah, yeah. They're, they are balling out right now. I'll say that. And you know my, you know, you know my prediction is looking bad. But You know who's first in that division, technically? Who? The Marlins. Are they really? Yeah, they're 2-1. and one. <laughs> They're tech, they're ahead by percentage uh, points. LOL. Um, God. And and I I didn't last podcast I didn't realize that the the um, playoffs got expanded. Mm-hmm. So I kind of can't say they're not going to make the playoffs because I think the Mets will probably will sneak in maybe a wild card, um, yeah. especially when everything is extend is extended now. So is it sixteen teams or yeah, ten to sixteen? It's yep, ten from ten to sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the wild cards are best of three. The next round is best of five, and then set best seven after that. So, yeah. And then, um, uh, real quick before we switch gears over mm-hmm. to uh, uh, Jay's, Jay's, Jay's rant, um, just want to say that uh, I thought the Joe Kelly suspension today was a little uh, over the top by the MLB, kind of stupid. How how long? You got eight games, which in a hundred and sixty-two game season is the equivalent of twenty-two games. Yeah, but it's really only one start. Yeah, but he's a reliever though. Oh, oof! So yeah, that is quite big. Yeah, but he's not a starter anymore. He's like the Dodgers' uh, eighth inning guy. And Ooh, I, I, I get it. Like, I get you want to set the precedent of like, hey, you're not going to go throw at the Astros all the time and get away with it. But at the same time, it's kind of like eh, the Astros kind of deserve it a no, little bit. They- my opinion on this, the players did it all spring training. Suck it up. Stop being bitches and play ball. I'm tired of hearing players whine about it. Yankees and Red <laughs> Sox did the same thing 
man yeah. up and play your fucking sport. True. If no, I, was, I can, if I, I was can. an astro, the next person to try to hit me, I'm charging the mound. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, gonna rod Allen the catcher, and I'm gonna charge the mound. See, like <laughs> last night, I thought Alex Bregman handled it perfectly. He got beaned on the shoulder with a 96 mile an hour fastball. He took off his protectors, went right to first base, didn't say a word. You could tell he was pissed, but he just went to first base. But, and then the whole thing with uh, Carlos Correa was Correa was like whining because uh, he got thrown at and then Joe Kelly a nice swing bitch and told him to F off and a bunch of other stuff. And it was just, I mean, I thought the whole thing was funny. I thought Joe Kelly trolling was hilarious, but apparently the MLB didn't like it. No little. I mean, if I were, they're, taking, they're taking it real. Se- I mean, they're trying to take it serious because um, they know how big of a deal it at- is. At right. the end of the day, this can turn into if MLB lets it go, it can turn into a player safety issue. Yeah, right, right, right. Very true. Which is why right. that's more pain on their ass. You know, it's more such yeah. a uh, in the money coming out of their pocket or whatever. You know, so forth. Right, and that's why, like I said, they're setting a precedent of like you're not going to do this all season. Like, I, I get it. It's just you know, I, I think eight <laughs> games. Eight. They're 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 making yeah. an example of joke. Kelly with the eight games, which yeah, I think I get they it. should. I don't think eight games was. I think it's a little over the top. I think five or six would have been fine. Yeah, but. I, I think. Um, I, I think I have to agree with Spencer. I think eight is too much, but because well, you purposely I agree threw with, at two players, right? I and I, hit one of them. I agree with Jay though too. Like, hey, let's it's it's over. We did. We you you got you got your throws in on spring training. Everybody did their their. You know, booing and throwing at in spring training. It's you know, it's regular season. Let's play, right? You got to remember though, Joe Kelly literally hit a guy and then got into a fight a couple years ago, and only got suspended for like six games <laughs> for fighting a guy. <laughs> and then this one, he got suspended for eight in a shortened season, which is even more of a like we've like we've said though, circumstances are different this time. True, it's very true. Just. I, I agree with you. It's one. I argue with you guys. It's one less thing the MLB has to worry about if they nip it in the butt right now. So, just I like me a good troll. And Joe Kelly did a good job. Yeah, yeah I do yeah. too. But I'd <laughs> and I, I have no problem with what he said to Correa. Just you are you already threw at one hitter and hit him. Why are you going back for a second? Well, he, the second one you can't. I won't say for sure that he threw at him because it was an off-speed pitch. And sometimes as a pitcher, you just lose him. Your arm slots off a little bit and you let go a little early. It kind of comes out and it goes up, you know, flies at the guy. But Yeah, but on a curveball, aren't you more likely miss high or low than side to side? It depends on the pitcher. Like Joe Kelly's arm slot, he kind of, the way, the way he throws, just, I don't know. It, it looked to me like he just lost control of a curveball or a slider, whatever it is that he throws, but I, I can't be sure. I don't know for right. sure. You never know what was, in his, was in that crazy man's little brain. I, these guys are professionals, man. They can manipulate the ball whatever way they want. He could probably make a curveball look like he lost it just to throw it at a guy. Yeah. But who knows? I know I can. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Dude, that was one thing I could uh, never do. Dude, I would. there was one time <laughs> I tried to throw at a kid in high school. And it was because I was mad at myself and I couldn't throw a strike. I said, screw it. I'm just going to try to hit the kid. You know what I did? I threw it right down the middle. Threw it right down the middle. <laughs> I was trying to hit the batter and I threw a strike. That was how bad that day was going. That's like, hilarious. I could never, 
And I was, I was a control pitcher. I could, I was not a power pitcher. I was like, I'm going to paint the corners, all this shit. Just it's one of those games. Tried to hit a kid in the head. You throw a strike. <laughs> That's the, all you young children out there. <laughs> Aim for the head. If there's any kids listening that play ball, do not do that. That's bad. <laughs> it's bad. That's bad. Okay, it's real bad. Listen, if you're lefty, would be. If you're lefty, play second base. my neck right now. If you're a lefty, play second base. If you want to play second base and you're a lefty, do it, buddy. Don't let them. Nobody tell you that you can't do it. If you're a lefty, your coach is either going to put you at first base, make you pitch, or put you in the outfield. Yeah, well, hashtag my life. Um, nope. Or cut you. <laughs> or cut you, God. Man, it's partially true, too. Hey, man, you made the last out of sophomore year. I did. No, just freshman year. I got mm. cut sophomore year. Right. I thought it was. Huh. Let me rip into the NFL. All oh, right, I got switching gears. Okay, Um. wait, wait. I think... We need. Let's take a little ad break here, real quick, before we jump into Spencer's uh, his thing. All right, how about that? Bet. <sighs> All right, guys, welcome back to this uh, podcast after a little ad break. So, um, um, I'm gonna step back, and Jay has some things to say about the uh, NFL Top 100 came out um, over the past couple days. And I'm about to uh, lose it too, we're man. both furious. We're all three of us are furious as, as Lions fans. Um, you know, we're not, we, we don't want to. We can't. We're in these podcasts. You know, we don't want to be um, biased. Too right bunch of lion slappies. Right, right, right. But yeah, we're, Jay, we're fair. Right, right. But Jay's going to go into why this is so utterly bullshit and everything. Okay, Jay, I'm going to step back. Go ahead, do your thing. All right. So I don't, I don't watch the NFL Network. So I don't know exactly how they came up with this shit-tascular list. I don't remember if it's players or if it's media or if it's executives or a combination. But whoever came up with this list hates Detroit so much that they left off the NFL's leader in receiving touchdowns for guys like Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup. DK Metcalf, oh, who's not even my the God. number one receiver on his team. Mm-hmm. 40-year-old Larry Fitzgerald, which all due respect to Larry Fitzgerald, Hall of Famer, one of the best receivers of all time. You're not a top, I don't know how many receivers are on this list, but you're not a top seven receiver anymore. Tyler Lockett. Like, what Re- the hell? Really? Tyler Lockett? Really? Are you serious? Stefan Diggs. I could go into why Stefan Diggs, how the hell do you rate him over Devontae Adams and Odell Beckham? But that's not even my point. Yeah, dude. Oh, just, NFL mm. leader in, tu- in receiving touchdowns with 11. Seven, who, played with, who played with a third string quarterback half the year. He was also seventh in receiving yards. Seventh in receiving yards. Not a top 100 player, but behind Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Allen Robinson, and Cooper Cup. Just imagine if and Kenny I had. Cooper, oh, all those God. receivers are good. They didn't. They haven't. They have none of them have done what uh, Galladay's done. Although Cooper Cup did have that one incredible year when the Rams' offense had their shit together. But it's insanity. Where and then? Uh, go ahead, sorry. And then you put over freaking josh allen makes the list over matt stafford i get what? if you if you want to put mm-hmm. in a factor injuries in okay whatever 
Josh Allen made the playoffs. I know he's a very good – he's not a very good quarterback. He can be a very good quarterback, but he's not there. Matt Stafford was on his way to become an MVP. And I know it is – I know they do factor in injuries. That's why J.J. Watt's number 45. But still, even the last two years, Matt Stafford's been better than Josh Allen his entire career, including this year. I don't know who made this list, but they hate Detroit. Yeah, I and I agree. I, I will go on record and say, whoever made you, who, you, whoever made this list, I'm gonna try my damnness to get this podcast out for everybody to listen to because that is bullshit. De- Detroit had oh, two. I mean, oh, this, this slays on list. there. Slays on there. But yeah. again, uh, yeah, former like Lions. Yeah. And one more thing, I want to talk about Kenny Galladay. Well, two more things. He didn't even make the pro. Pro Bowl, leading the NFL in touchdowns. No, he had to wait for somebody to get who either yeah. got hurt or had to get set out because they're playing in the Super Bowl to make the Pro Bowl. Yep. Unbelievable. He was, and, a ro- yep, he was a rotation. Yep. Yep. And news today: him and T.J. Hawkinson have COVID. Oh. They, they either have it or they've been exposed to it. Yeah. Because um, they're on the reserve list. Yeah. And looking down on this list, you're really going to put Delvin Cook ahead of Zeke Elliott. I know. I was looking at that. I don't. <laughs> these guys are. Wait, they put Cook ahead of Elliot. Yes, and Kamara. Yeah. Based on what? How is Miles Garrett the 80th ranked player in the league? I don't know. He's like a top 25 player. What is going no. on? How are you going to put Todd Gurley over Zach Martin? Exa- I saw. Th- yeah. The best. <laughs> the best guard in football. Um, bro. Uh, or t- or Harrison Smith. It, uh, Todd Gurley can't even handle a full load at running back. Exactly. They've, dude, they've, got, they've got Josh Jacobs at 72. He's played one year. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. They got, have fucking... You've got, jo- you've, you've got Josh Jacobs over Fletcher Cox, Marshawn <sighs> Lattimore, Tyron Smith, Ronnie Stanley, Miles Garrett. All of these are yeah. all pro or yeah. former all pro players. They have Aaron Jones, a top 30, uh, almost a top 30 at 33. No, absolutely not. Dude, they have Ryan Tannehill at 68. In what world is Ryan Tannehill better than Matthew Stafford? Right. Um, they have Chris Carson on the list. Yeah, How's yeah. Chris Carson yeah. better than Matt Stafford or Kenny Galladay? <laughs> Dude, I... Oh, this is Lord. Just, Chris, Chris Carson was... Isn't good enough, so the team had to come back and uh-huh. beg Marshawn Lynch to come back. Oh, Jay, what about... What, oh. uh, let's get your, ruffled, your feathers ruffled even more. Uh, uh, Keenan Allen. His He's, ranking. He... He's so much lower than what he should be. Seventy-seven. He's yeah. only four. He's only four spots ahead of Metcalf. He, they've got old man Fitzgerald and Tyler Lockett ahead of him. I'm taking. And I'm taking Landry. I'm taking Keenan Allen over Stephon Diggs. Same. Who's Fifty-four. Oh. Like, this is your. This, this this I don't understand. What like what's the? Do they explain the criteria? No, I they don't think. It, no. I mean, I didn't like I said. I didn't watch the show, so I don't know. I'm assuming most of it's based on last year's uh, performance. But even if it is, you're putting over somebody who Larry. You're putting Larry Fitzgerald over a guy who led the NFL in receiving touchdowns. Okay. I mention it because if you're going uh, by one year, uh-huh. how do you? How is he not like a top five receiver if you're going by 
just mm-hmm. last year. He averages twelve hundred yards a year in the last three years. Averages twelve hundred yards each season. Like I don't have a problem with Josh Jacobs on the list because he had a fantastic rookie but, year. Yeah, that's a little. But high. He's over. He's over. Miles Garrett, Ronnie Stanley, Fletcher Cox, mm-hmm. Marshawn Lattimore. So, according to Wikipedia, the NFL Top 100 is a list that it features the top 100 players, blah, 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 as chosen by fellow NFL players. They're based on an off-season poll organized by the NFL, whereby players vote on their peers based on their performance. That makes in the more most sense. It, Everybody I thought it was the, the players, but still, it it still doesn't make sense to me. It just, yeah. Like if you're a player in the NFL, how could you not think Kenny Galladay is a top 100? If you're a cornerback or a line, if you're on the defense, you're really going to tell me you fear Brian Tannehill more than right. Matt Stafford. You're, you're really telling me you fear Larry Fitzgerald over Kenny Galladay. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe, really? maybe they discredited Stafford a little bit because of the injury, but Which still, is fine. Got, but it's fine. But before he got hurt, he was an MVP candidate. They put your, listen, I, they put Clowney on there. Clowney doesn't have a team yet. <laughs> even going by last year's stats, I'd rather have him over Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. Same. If we're going year by year, like how was Chris Godwin at thirty-eight? Okay. Um, I like Chris Godwin. He's I don't, not better than Keenan Allen. No, 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 no. I, I think Keenan Allen deserves to be a top 30, top 20. That is stupid what they put him at. Um, the uh-huh. dude puts up numbers left and right. Uh, wow. Chris Godwin may be a little bit lower or a little bit higher. He could you know, uh, gone to like the 40s, um, <clears throat> 50s. But I just... Like, man, this is just... I just can't believe that Chris Car- my biggest thing was Chris Carson made the list over What where does where did they put Chris Carson at? Ninety six. Ninety six. And Frank Clark got was ninety five right behind him. Like in what world is Deshaun Watson the twentieth best player in the NFL? He should be way higher. I where's the all the tight ends? I need to look to see find the tight ends. Kelsey's at eighteen. Okay. Kittles in the top yeah. ten. Oh and eighty five Zacherts. Oh man, this will make you you guys feel better. But Eric Kendricks is eighty three. Yeah, I saw that. I can't Eric, imagine. I don't know why you're not super upset about that. I am pretty pissed about that. Even even I would put him higher than eighty three. So yeah. we don't know. We they just they announced the names of the top ten. They just haven't announced the rank yet. Right? Yeah, well, it's actually going on as we speak. Yeah. As we oh, speak, it's live it's right actually now. Going on right now. Yeah, this is ah, okay. As we're recording, I don't. This is going I don't. On. Don't get NFL and, Network at my house anymore because my mom downgraded our cable package. Now, now that I'm okay. thinking, you know who else is a glaring uh, omission from this list? Who? Where's Adam Thielen? True. Oh, true. I didn't yeah. think about that. You've got Stefan Diggs at 54, but you're not going to put Adam Thielen on the list. Mm-hmm. No love for the NFC North. This list is um, a little wonky. Yeah, so, what? Uh... Just not watching the show. I know you know Mahomes is going to be number one. You think right? so? Yeah, I yeah. do believe so. Pro- Lamar is probably going to be two. Mm-hmm. What about Aaron Donald? Uh, I'd say Lamar McCaffrey. I was going to say McCaffrey's probably. It's. I'd say the top five are Mahomes, Lamar, McCaffrey, Donald. Donald slips all the way to four. He was number one last year. Was he number one last year? So he's yeah. number yeah, he four. So he's still. That's still. Mm, number five. That's a toss-up, man. 
See, for me, just going by last year, it'd be Mahomes, Russell Wilson, mm. McCaffrey, Jackson, Donald, Thomas, Henry Hopkins, Gilmore, and Kittle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yes, That's pretty good. Going on last year alone, right? Yeah. Uh, somebody like little kind of off topic, kind of similar. Somebody posted a thing on uh, on Twitter. No one was like, you have to sign this receiver to a three year deal, and you have to have him for the next three years. And it was Julio, Hopkins, and Michael Thomas. And I'm like, Hopkins. if you not take a Michael Thomas, you're insane. He's, right. he's younger, and he's putting up better numbers than the other guys. He plays in a very pass-happy offense, though. I, yeah. yeah, I would, I could make a case for uh, Hopkins over Thomas, but uh, no way with Julio. I just want to see what Thomas does without Drew Brees. It would be me, or not a Big Twelve type offense. Yeah, yeah. And I really want to see if that he's. I mean. I mean, yeah, that quarterback, whoever comes in next as, as a quarterback is going to target Thomas just because of who he is, right? But I want to mm-hmm. see how well his numbers or what his numbers do with Breeze gone. So I can't – oh, Bree- this list, man, is – I have yeah, – my heart just, hurts, man. This is just so stupid. Um, like, it, it hurts more that it's like – so the- dumb. <laughs> it hurts more down. that it's the NFL Sounds players like voting on their peer. Yeah, they're wh- getting it this wrong. I, you know, I thought Stafford was was liked around the league. I mean, like Buda Baker, really? Darren oh, yeah. Waller, really? Yeah. yeah. Like, I love me some Frank Clark, but yeah. really? Yeah. God, look, I mean, boy, he's not on the list. Do we yeah, the, you you have like all of like their accolades next to each other. The only one for Allen Robinson is first Bears player to reach a thousand receiving yards since 2014. <laughs> yeah, like Allen Robinson's uh, not that good. Oh, here we go. Here we go. No Lions in the twenty in the top 100 draft this year. But Kyler Murray's better than Stafford. No. Yeah. No. Oh. Josh Allen's not better than Stafford. Kirk Cousins isn't better than Stafford. Right. Right. Anyone who's not better than Matt Stafford. Anyone who thinks Kirk Cousins is better can kick rocks. Yeah. And go pray to Jesus with him. <laughs> so so there's nothing, saying, nothing wrong with praying to Jesus, but he's not better. So the only reason they're saying is because oh, yeah. players, because uh, Stafford there's was another, injured. There's, there's another uh, mm-hmm. person that on this list that doesn't even have a team right now. Who? Logan Ryan. <laughs> True. Oh, true. Where's he at? Uh, he's a free agent. Oh, you mean ranking wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where was he? I think he was top forty, wasn't he? Forty. Either top forty or fifty. Yeah, because that's what forty nine I think was, or forty one was. Uh, Clowny. Um, uh, he is sixty actually. Sixty. LOL. You know, offensive linemen get like n- not enough Shasted. credit. They don't know David Bak- love, David Bakhtiari is at sixty-two, and yeah. he's probably the best left tackle in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Jason Kelsey's at uh, ninety-four, and he played every- he played in every offensive snap for the Eagles, and was the only uh, lineman, only Phil- uh, Eagles mm-hmm. offensive lineman to do that. Who's who's and the highest at- ranked lineman in the list? 
Uh, uh, I think it stops after. It oh, Quentin, Zach Martin's at fifty-five. Quentin Nelson, I think, is in the top thirty. Oh, is he? Okay. Quentin, yeah, Quentin Nelson at twenty-nine. I th- he's got to be the last one. He is. Let's see, yeah, he's the high. Dude, that that's just atrocious. Quentin Nelson's a top twenty player in the league. Players that are ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Richard Kelvin Sherman. Kirk, Richard Sherman. TJ Watt. Um, not too many people I can actually argue against, though. But I mean, based on production and position, like he's yeah. I mean, I, don't I mean, know. he's a he's going into his third year and he's a two-time All-Pro. Yep. You literally cannot play better than he's played. You cannot, no. And I, I uh, also with Zeke, I think Zeke. Uh, Deserves to be higher than twenty-four. Who's what? What running backs are ahead of him? It's Cook, uh, Cook. Yep, Cook and the other the running backs in the top ten. McCaffrey and Henry. Yep, and then there's one more. I do believe. Uh, maybe I lied. No, that's it. Just Cook. So he he's the fourth best running back in the league. According I could, to this. I think you could fringe him at top ten, top fifteen. I don't know. I don't think yeah. he's, he deserves to be 24. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff you could do to tweak the list, but I, yeah, overall, yeah. just like you're omitting, like you're omitting, like I think Stafford, whatever, I think I can be mm-hmm. less mad at that than I yeah. can Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay is a top 10 receiver in the league. Right. Where, like would, you you, got, where would you guys put him on the list? Uh, where they put uh, Lockett at. So just switch him out. Basically, and that's like top 60s, I think. Yeah, how did Tyler Lockett make it that high? What did they say? What does like, his little thing say? I'm trying to find. Oh, it says Russell Wilson's favorite target, 82 catches for 1,057 yards and eight touchdowns in 2019. Over the last two seasons, the Kansas State product has been targeted 180 times, scored 18 touchdowns, registered a catch rate of 78%, and recorded only two drops. Like he's good, but he's not better than Kenny Galladay. Give Kenny Galladay a full season of Stafford; he probably has fifteen hundred yards and like fourteen touchdowns. Yeah, I hope. I hope. I hope the Lions. I you know. I, I I'm really hoping the Lions tear it up, and I hope Galladay and Stafford have the best years of their career, and they just well, like go the, fucking ape shit. What were they before? They were three, four, and one before Stafford got hurt. Right. I think so. The offense was top. Five in the league, I think, including getting screwed in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So you know, a full season of healthy Stafford, and you had a historically bad defense. They literally could not get worse, at least so, pressure-wise. Yeah, right. There was literally no pressure. And after Stafford got hurt, they didn't win a game. So you figure, okay, they're three, four, and one. If they repeat that, what are they six, eight, and two? So you yeah. figure they go like six and six, nine, and one, maybe seven, eight, and one. Yeah, that's sure. a lot. Better than three twelve and one. Yeah, very true. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> NFL players, man, and get hey. your shit together. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, go this back, list. Go back uh, to school. Go back to school. You need the education. Yeah, you got too many. Uh, oh, what's his name? Too many concussions. Shit. Uh, Darius Slay is a number ninety-two a player, quarterback from Ohio State who didn't go there to play school. Oh, Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones. Oh, <laughs> I gotta say, 
Oh, yeah. Cardale. Oh, oh. We didn't come here to play school. <laughs> and then goes back to school and ruins, ruins his draft stock. He was a first round pick after that playoff. Was he really? Yes, he was projected uh, a first round pick. Oh, then multiple teams just dodged the bullet. Yep, and then he came yeah, back because yeah. he wanted to win. He wanted to win another national title. Absolutely destroyed his draft stock. Mm-hmm. Oh lord! Uh, you know what? We didn't. Um, we didn't come here to play school. Like you're dumb. <laughs> I. I. Uh, oh well, I want to ask you a question here. How do you guys like the new Washington Redskins name? Because we did talk about that uh, last episode. So our two episodes ago. Stupid as hell. The Washington Football Team. <laughs> It's literally the epitome of Dan Snyder saying, "I didn't want to change the name. I'm only doing this because I have to." Exactly. Are they gonna just? Are they? So are they doing this as a temporary thing, right? Yes, it's yeah. temporary. But it, it's gonna be for the entire year. Yep. Oh god, it's gonna be awful. So like, if you, you whenever like they're on national TV, it'll be like the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington Football Team. <laughs> Madden's gonna have to. The Joe, Buck, game. Joe Buck's gonna have a great time with that. Uh, it's just a W. Yes, yes. <laughs> which is go. which is something they don't get. That is so entirely <laughs> stupid. They should just change their logo to an L. Oh man, because that's all they're doing. That's all they're doing. Yeah. God, Chase Young looks like Jack though. Although, in other in other Washington football news, um, really positive news about Alex Smith. He got cleared to do football activities, which is insane. Because it like pretty much broke his leg off. Like if you've seen like pictures and videos of like his leg after they surgically repaired it, it's like it's insane that he's able to walk at all. Um, he's a really good guy too. So it's just like it's kind of heartwarming to see him be able to get back out there and and do all that. Um, they put him on the pup list, but they're gonna like let him work out and monitor his situation. I'm I'm happy for him. Uh, that's a good story right there with him, man. He uh, that was an awful hit. Uh, I, it was, I remember watching that game. Literally Joe Theismann 2.0. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really was. It was just... Yeah, just but, you know, not a lot of positive news comes out of the uh, the Redskin front. Oh, right. sorry. Washington football front. <laughs> uh, I'm never going to get used to that. Yeah, yeah, no. Nope. They just need to, like... They need to just make a new nickname and just call them the Red Tails. I thought that was cool. Right. Yeah, I like that too. But you know what? What's his name's never going to do that. No, Dan Snyder is the biggest mm-hmm. uh, piece of shit owner in the world. So he, you know, he didn't want to change it. He only did it because mm-hmm. all of his sponsors said, "If you don't do it, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna leave." Yep. yep. Oh, there's a pic of uh, Alex Smith's leg in our chat. If uh, you guys want to oh, see it. Oh God, I'm, I don't, don't want to look right now. Oh fuck! Yeah, dude, that's how bad that it was. They had to graft skin on it and stuff. It was there was they did an E60 special on him. You guys should watch that. Yeah, definitely. You can I find it. To. Really cool. Uh, did you guys see the Lions pick pick of uh, on Twitter of uh, their plexiglass? Looks like a it looks like a hockey uh, penalty box. Man, each uh, locker has yeah. like plexi plexiglasses separating each other. Honestly, uh, I think they did a pretty good job with it. Yeah, them and the Rams uh, 
uh, the Rams did something to uh, they spread it out. They spread out. They spread did out the lockers, and they're utilizing separate rooms to give players more space too. So. Yeah, it's gonna be. Which I, is, I mean, we're gonna. It need sucks. It. Need it. it sucks from a like camaraderie standpoint, right, where right. like you can't be around all your teammates all the time like right. you could before. But mm-hmm. from like a protocol and safety standpoint, I think they did a pretty good job setting them up the way they did. Yeah, every locker's got. They've got enough for. Well, they basically have double lockers now. Yeah, yeah. So true. Um, they got plenty of room. They have the plexiglass like you know shields. Yeah. No, it'll be. I think. I think it'll work out well. Hopefully, you know, we Nothing. get football this year but Ooh, i'm scared about it the way the mlb is going i'm not confident college i don't think college is going to happen at all you don't think There's, it's going to happen at all no college, they're going to have to come out and cancel it everything or it's you're not going to be see. happening in the spring mm-hmm. they'll either they'll either just cancel it all together and just say no season or they'll move it to the spring which would be which would kind of suck because you know what are you going to do postpone the next season next year in the fall because that time off between seasons is huge for players. Like even, in, even as a high school player, like you're pretty beat up after a season. Yeah. You don't um, want to go do it again in like three months. Right. If they told, if they told us in high school, like junior year, they're like, Hey, you're going to play all your games from March through July and have your playoffs. end in like July, August. And then three weeks later, you're coming back in September. I'd tell you kick rocks. Yeah. Same. You know, I mean, obviously there's a lot of guys are going to want, want to play but it's just it's really hard on your body so i just yeah i don't know i don't think college football is going to happen this fall um sad boy basket basketball is probably going to be a toss-up too because you can't bubble college teams there's no way there's no way so i mean it's it's you try to be optimistic but you know optimism and realism are two different things The ACC came out and said they're gonna they may have eleven game football schedule, and they're including Notre and they're, Dame and they're including Notre Dame on there. Dude, you know I don't my my grandpa and my mom are Notre Dame fans, so I don't I don't hate Notre Dame like you guys might. I do. It's just it's just so tiring seeing them get what they want all the time. I know, I know. Like they're like well, the pri- they're like the privileged little yeah. white kid. It gets everything they want. Uh, and mommy and well, daddy buy them everything they want. Yeah, and because remember when they joined the ACC in basketball, mm-hmm. um, the people didn't want them to join the basket ACC because some some stuff went down. Uh, but um, now that they're gonna most they're gonna be in the ACC for this well this season. Well. Um, it's just stupid because the only reason they're going they they join the ACC is because if they join the Big Ten they lose oh they lose four they're, games a year exactly they're, yeah they're never going to be up there so you know but and it's like uh, I was listening to the radio today and you need, they're like you know if Notre Dame goes to the ACC they can do what Michigan does you can win your nine ten games and then lose you know in the conference championship like, unless you're Michigan then you just get clowned against Ohio State in the last game. Um, Sad face. Yeah, right. Oh man, uh, a couple a couple players are coming are saying they're gonna they're not gonna play this football season. Like Damian Williams, mm-hmm. uh, offensive lineman from Giants, and I think uh, uh, one of the guards or something from Philadelphia Eagles. He got sick, or he had he uh, has it. 
Uh, six oh, yeah. Patriots have opted out already. Oh, jeez. Dante Hightower being one. Marcus oh. Cannon, another. John Atkins, the tri- uh, defensive tackle for the Lions, has opted out. Yep. So it's just going to keep falling then. And uh, just quick uh, PSA to people who get on Twitter and yell at players for opting out. Uh, please shut the hell up. You're stupid. Yeah, shut up. Like, seriously, like, what kind of no like, loser to hear do you have from to be? you? Right. What kind of loser do you have to be to yell at a player because he's taking his health and his family's health in consideration over, you know, playing for a year? Like, get over it. Because I, I did see that a lot of people were yelling at, you know, players and stuff. And just like, stop. Unless it's Eric Ebron, please yell at him. <laughs> I hate Eric. But Ebron. not for. But if he opts out, don't yell at him for opting out. Just yell at him, yell at him because, because he's, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. Well, they, it's, the thing too yeah. is, like, if you keep having all these players opt out, it's going to hurt the product. And at that point, well, what's the point? Right. So, like, if you're putting a crappy product out there, it's like having it's like when uh, it's like replacement refs and replacement Although players. No, really huge players opted out yet. True. Yeah, I mean, Dante Hightower is a pretty big one. Yeah, but there are rumors that it's Belichick telling him to opt out. Yeah, I mean, you clear the cap space, you signed your Davian Clowney. Oh, cap or your cap space, or, or you're looking at uh, Trevor Lawrence and get the, the get, yeah, getting getting T Law. Although I wonder how that would work. If there's no college football season, I can't imagine the NCAA being like, "Oh yeah, that's a year off your time." I guarantee you, they get that year back. Uh, I don't know because I think that would cause or, a huge. I, sh- I shouldn't say they guarantee it. I should say that they should uh, allow them to have that year back. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it should. I don't. I don't think it should eat a year of your eligibility. But at the same time, if you want to go pro, they should probably let them. Yeah, I can agree with that. Just like you know, happy medium, like hey, you know, if you want to come back, you can. We're not going to let it eat your like. It's like they gave uh, all the spring athletes this year an extra year eligibility, like baseball and softball and all that stuff. Like hey, I was I was happy with it. We get another year of Oregon softball with Haley Cruz and Jasmine Seavers. So. Although, if they don't play this year, who knows? True. It's uh, it's a lot of unknown, right? And uh, that's what the worst part about it is. Right, and that's that's the whole issue with COVID in general. It's just too it's much, just too, much too much unknown. It's too many questions than answers, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we deal. I'm dealing with that every day at work, and so you guys probably you guys too. So um, <laughs> I just. I just refreshed Twitter and uh, Barstool posted a quote from Ed Orgeron from LSU, and it's like he goes, "You call." He goes, "I'm playing football this fall." He goes, "You call us at midnight. We'll play in a pasture." <laughs> what a man! He's that's such a coach. O quote. No, because you can understand him. It'd only be coach O if you had to really try to listen for the words. <laughs> You call it midnight, we'll play in Parker. a play to live on the game. You play to play on the game. I remember people clowning LSU for hiring him. What did he do? National championship. I was one of those people. I mean, I was surprised uh, USC didn't keep him when he won a few games uh, when he was an interim coach. Yeah, I thought they, well, I mean, I was surprised 
but they pretty much did put most of their baskets in the Tom Herman uh, basket, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to Texas. Yeah, Texas was like his dream job. Yeah. yeah and I think after Ohio State, but yeah. Urban Meyer was still coaching it there then. And then when the job was up, I think he was one year into Texas and didn't want to leave. Yep. Remember all those rumors that circulated about saving going to Texas? Yeah. Like, yeah, that he's he will never leave Alabama. No, never. He's got it made. He's making $10 million a year. He gets, you know, Stupid 15 of the top 100 recruits every year. Mm-hmm. Why, why would he leave? probably gets more than that, right. to be honest with you? Yeah. Well, it's like Lincoln... Riley, why would he leave Oklahoma? What's the point? Yeah, right. yeah, true. Why would any top coach leave where they're at? Right, like why? Like people are like, oh, well, Harbaugh should go to the NFL. Why? He's making eight that's, million dollars a year. Coach. He's got job security, and they're not going to fire him. They love him unless he literally goes like two and and nine the rest of it, like for like four years straight. Maybe he he would have to pull a Mark D'Antonio, yeah, to, to make yeah, Michigan yeah, yeah. get him out of I there. I agree with that. Yeah. Speaking of college football. Ball, Michigan, and Jim Harbaugh. Uh, you guys know Phil Steele, the guy who writes the uh, college football magazines? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He has uh, Indiana with a better record than Michigan this year in football. LOL. Including Indiana yeah. beating Michigan. For the People hate Michigan sports years. teams. I mean, there's, no, there's no, a lot of questions he, around Michigan. He's been but high him. on Michigan like the past two years, and it's kind of blown up in his face, so now he's going to go the other direction. What a kook. Yep. So don't buy his magazine. He's a he's they a little in, salty. They are not endorsed by this podcast. No, no, not at all. Nope. All right. Well, anything else, boys? You know, oh. it is endorsed by at least oh. Oh. one of the members of oh. this podcast. What's that? Oh. Well, two because I want to make a better plug, but uh, one of them is Life Fuels. As we mentioned at the beginning of the show if you don't have a bottle yet go get you one damn right and they're adding new flavors in all the time and if you want buy a shirt buy some merch let people who don't listen to this podcast get in on the yeah. delicious delicious action of life fuels hell yeah i'm actually having mine right here actually right here so could, um not have said it better myself i'm wearing my teal life sh- uh life fuel shirt right now oh yeah and uh other sponsor I, or plug i wanted to throw out there was uh, the new season of Last Chance U is now on Netflix, and the first four have been really good, and I'm excited to watch the newest one. I gotta watch that. A little wreck there. Uh-huh. I like it. Mm-hmm. It is uh, probably the best sports show you're not gonna find, or that's not on a sports network. Um, hell, it's better than some of the shit ESPN throws out there, so give it a watch if you haven't. Definitely. Um, and I know I, I didn't, I forgot to this week and I was gonna, but I will for next week's pod. Uh, definitely, we'll have like a little review for uh, the new flavors of uh, Life Fuels that I got. Life Fuel pods. I'll just do a little uh, when we plug them. I'll uh, I'll give you guys a little 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 overview of uh, the sour apple and the uh, cranberry raspberry. A little tasty taste. Just a little, just a little, a little ear earphone earphone uh, food. Um, just a little, just just a little ASMR for Life Fuels. <laughs> All right. Well, that's where we end it. So, um, <laughs> that's what made it weird. 
And Spencer does it again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna whisper sweet nothings about life fuels in your ears. <laughs> oh shoot! Well, Jay got it on life fuels right there. So code three idiots, ten percent off uh, anything over a hundred bucks. Um, three idiots uh, talk sports. That's us. We uh, have a Twitter at three idiots sports. Make sure you guys go follow. Um, we're going to because we want to do that mailbag yeah, thing. Yeah, we do. We do. So it's uh, up deck for up on deck for next um, month. I do believe. Yeah, and I keep forgetting to. I will make a Facebook account because I'm. I've been working a crazy schedule at work, so I just keep yeah, forgetting to do yeah. things. Good. Um, good. I will do that, and then uh, I'll even put it on my personal account. Even though I think most people don't follow me because of my politics, but uh, we'll uh, we'll get questions because yeah. well, I think the mailbag would be fun. I think it'll be a good time. Um, yeah, so uh, make sure you guys do that. Twitter is, is a good thing for us. Uh, Facebook too, maybe a gram. I don't know. I, we gotta and, uh, you know get something out there. Comment and rate us on uh, wherever you listen to our podcast. That uh, mm-hmm. very much appreciate those as well. Yeah, we do. Yeah, if you're gonna do. criticize us, make it so we can understand it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, like the guy, the one, the one is like, you know, you're only talking about players from this decade. Like, yeah, we uh, weren't watching sports yeah. in the '90s. Yeah, we sorry didn't watch. About yeah, that. we weren't born yet. Yeah, so sorry about that. I would that. say probably the oldest football player I remember watching is maybe Barry Sanders. I don't ever remember even watching Barry. My I first remember it was like, like O three Lions. Yeah. That's about it. I remember Brett Favre. So yeah, some things we can't help, but. Right. Uh, if you have criticisms, make them clear. Yeah, let us know. Things you want us to improve on. Like if we're you want us, it, just uh, if you want us to like, so we can understand it and we right. can actually improve on it. Very good if, said. If, yeah, if you want us to get into like some older like stuff, like from we're pretty well versed in the history of all these sports. So I yeah, can like, talk we'll about do the, the Red research. Wings 1990s dynasty as long as you guys want me to. Right, you want me to talk <laughs> about the '84 Tigers? That. I will. I'll do that any day. I'm sure Dip's dying to talk about the teal era Pistons. Oh. Hey, I love those jerseys. Jerry Stackhouse. <laughs> that, 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 that's it. <laughs> that's all you get. You get a sexually frustrated moan followed with Jerry Stackhouse. Oh, fuck. He's not the player I thought you'd be moaning up for. <laughs> Here we are. <sighs> Jerry Stackhouse. <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, well, that's the podcast. <laughs> Tune in next week, everybody. Oh, see y'all later. Later. Deuces. <laughs>